Son. Oh, I do love a good game of Kaplunk. Again, again. Maybe you and your brother could play. Uh. Or maybe you can play again, sweetie. There's a Connect Four box in the cupboard if you'd like to get it out. Such a lovely evening. The whole family together for game night. Little did they know how short this wholesome joy would last. A gnawing urge was about to rip this family apart. An urge that clouds the mind and leads to reckless havoc onto oneself. A ticking bomb in the body, and it's about to go off. You must be curious. Time to enter the Twilight Honk. You stream this podcast and tune your imagination to another dimension. A dimension of sound effects and fright. A dimension that messes with your mind. You are moving into a territory of your inner shadow of dark matter. Full of things built on chaotic ideas. You have crossed into... The Twilight Honk. Are you alright, darling? I've got a headache coming on. Oh no! I think I'm gonna go lie down in my room for a bit. Just until it wears off. You want some water, son? I'll be okay. Meet George. 25 years old and full of life, just lied to his mother. You see, George was suffering from a serious case of the Sacra Blue Balls. Now, George is no butcher. That doesn't mean he doesn't know a thing or two about beating some meat. T-minus five minutes, and five minutes later, just as he was about to release with a squeak, he was interrupted with a blood-curdling scream. Mother! What's wrong? The board games were thrown across the room. The television was smashed, and his sister was hyperventilating in the corner. With a glare that had stared straight into the underworld, and the underworld stared back. You sicko, how could you? Look what you've done to Grandad! You're going to hell. Wake up, mister. Please, wake up. You've killed Grandad. What happened? What did I do? Why won't anyone tell me what's going on? Get out! Get out of my house! You'll never be forgiven, George. Out! Okay, I'll go. I'm sorry. I'll go. George scurried to the bus stop to catch the midnight bus. Just as he gets there, a bus arrives from the fog. Having a good night, son. Grandad? I thought... We know what you've been watching, son. We all know. George looked down at his phone to call for help. In an instant, a heavy weight felt like it had dropped in his gut, and he began to go pale. He looked at his screen in pure horror. Across the middle, it read, Cast it to living room TV.
In Japan, they have a phrase that we all wear three masks. The first mask you show to the world, the second mask you show to your family, and lastly, the mask you never show anyone. They say the third mask is your truest reflection of yourself. It's the mask you wear when no one is watching, the mask you wear when you're alone in your room. But due to the domination of social media in our society, we have become submissive to Silicon Valley. And in pursuit of showing our first mask to the world, we share our third mask to corporations. Cookie by cookie, ever feeding the gluttonous internet machine, the online palace of pleasure can teach us many things. Here in the Twilight Honk, we have learned tonight of the true value of privacy, so that we may not be caught with our pants down. But George has learned the most important lessons of all. Don't show your third mask without turning Bluetooth off first. Good night. $19 Fortnite card. Who wants it? Welcome to Radio Honk News with Ivor Big Mouth. The time is relevant. Today's headlines. People who bought shares in GameStop in January are finally seeing the results of their investments. The results being that they've lost an entire year's worth of rent money and now have to live off pot noodles. The World Health Organization has recorded a new major side effect found in all vaccines for COVID-19. It's been found that everyone who receives a vaccine ends up being an absolute badass. A man from Lincoln has gone missing after accidentally calling his boss Mummy during a business meeting yesterday afternoon. However, his friends and family agree that disappearing into the shadows was probably the right thing to do. As the ongoing legal battle between Eminence and Aldi heats up, other supermarket caterpillars have been advised to find lawyers. In response to this, Morrison Morrisons has fled the country, and in a shocking turn of events, Wiggles from Sainsbury's has now gone into hiding in his cocoon. Since hospitality venues have begun to reopen, Many pubs have become infested with lagerlouts. These grisly little creatures swarm the pubs from 10am, drain the barrels dry and refuse to leave even after closing time. They can be seen for miles with bright red faces, protruding abdomens and even be heard shouting football chants. To tackle this issue, landlords have been recommended to swap the beer for carbonated pee and not tell anyone. Send us your thoughts using hashtag two pints of lager and a packet in, please. In sports news, Trisha Paytas becomes the first in who gets the most attention on the internet. The Eurovision Song Contest, also known as the World Cup for the Gays, will be back this year. Prepare for the glitz, continental cheese, totally not political voting, and shady remarks about Britain leaving the EU. The weather today is much like my mother, can't make up her mind and changes her mood dramatically depending on how someone looks at her. Hopefully tomorrow she will be a lot brighter, but for today, prepare for storms as she's probably listening right now. My name is Ivor Bigmouth and that was your hourly news on Radio Hunk.
got it. Yeah, baby, she's got it. Chlamydia is spreading fast throughout the UK. To prevent the spread, please use protection. Wrap it before you slap it. Durex. In Britain, everything is about class. How much money do you earn? What school did you go to? Who are your parents? Do you even shop at Waitrose? It's a lot of pressure, but how about we take some of that away? Such as the letter C and the letter L. Let's make everything about that ass. How many squats do you do? What sound does it make when slapped? How tightly can I squeeze it? Do I have consent to pound it? Many politicians talk out of theirs, but don't make the effort to kiss the ass that matters. Yours. Protect your ass from cheek to cheek with life insurance from the post orifice. Lots of fun to wind up. My Little Gammon is a new friend for the summer. Comes in a variety of sizes from pot-bellied to built like a fridge. There's so many to collect. Facebook Gammon, Footy Gammon, Political Gammon, Landlord Gammon and loads more. My Little Gammon even comes with a range of crazy phrases too. Just pushes buttons to hear. Boris is doing his best. Meghan Markle ruined the royal family. Leave means leave. Pick a My Little Gammon up at your local Weatherspoons, free with every pint of Stella. My Little Gammon, collect them all. My Little Gammon, My Little Gammon, lots of fun to wind up. Hey kids. Are you still bored and looking for something to do? TikTok dancers and eating Tide Pods don't feel like they used to? So why not join a cult? Our cult, the Cream Egg Cult. Gain infinite power and be part of an occult secret society, like nothing the tinfoil hat connoisseurs could dream of. All the money, the fame, the power, the influence, the results are endless. Feast upon whatever your dark and twisted heart desires. All you need is a Cream Egg and a smartphone. Eat one entire cream egg in 30 seconds or less and upload anywhere online with hashtag cream egg cult to set the wheels in motion to reach us to glory. Manifest destiny and join the cream egg cult today or else. <laughs> Vegan sausage rolls. 
she may have silver hair, but she's a golden girl at heart. The hot take in your area only five miles away. Bring a packet of digestives. It's Agatha Aunt, here to sort your life out. Because you need it, girl. Good afternoon, me sweet darlings. It's Agatha Aunt and me lovely little helper. Here with Sort Your Life Food, where we recycle your worries into wonders. There's a glistening pool of problems at me desk today, so let's dive right in. Dear Agatha, my little pussy has been getting everywhere. Around the back of my corner shop, behind the bar for closing time, on a field, in alleyways, and even in the back of an ambulance. My pussy gets played with a lot by strangers and always comes home tired. What should I do? Emily, 31, mother of a newly adopted kitten. Oh, me dear. It sounds like your little pussy is quite adventurous. Me advice to you is to keep your pussy entertained indoors by playing with her regularly and with a variety of toys. After a while, she won't feel the need to seek after playing with strangers and will much rather stay indoors with someone who already shows her a lot of love and affection. Next! Dear Agatha, I've recently sent my headshot to an agent but have now been blacklisted and accused of sending them a pig. I simply just don't understand. Yours truly, Nigel Farage, 57. All I have to say in regards to this is that sometimes in life it pays more to take the hint instead of persistently pushing to get attention. Read between the lines. Take a break and a step back and let the reality sink in. And maybe what you bring to the table is not what people actually want to eat. And maybe it is you that is suffering from an intolerance. Next! Dear Agatha, I can't stop being stared at because of my large breasts. In fact, they are also so big that they get in the way of me watching TV. Please help. Dave, 42. Oh, me darling gentlemen. You don't need to feel bad because of your body, which I'm sure is absolutely gorgeous. If people cannot get enough of how much of a voluptuous bear you are, charge them the view. I can do it. So can you, my dear. Your body doesn't need to change to suit other people. It is in fact others who need to learn some manners and come to the fact they are just jealous of not having a pair of built-in pillows like you. And for your TV, just get it hung further up the wall. You've got this, babes. Next. Dear Agatha, I've been watching you for a long time now, and it's been a pleasure, but recently I have been struggling. So can you please clean your windows till death do us part, your secret admirer? Hello, Alexa. Buy me some blackout blinds, a shotgun, and an alibi, please. Next. Dear Agatha, I have been struggling with anger issues, and what are you f***ing going to do about it, you dumb f***ing useless cow? F*** you. Lucy. Aged eight. Oh, sugar plum. It's normal to feel stress from time to time, as that is a part of life. What's important, however, is how you manage stress. I like to manage mine with a good meal deal. And here, I've got today's meal deal from Greg's. A steak bake, a packet of Walker's prong cocktail, and an iron brew. Some people find the sound of chewing relaxing, so why don't you bring a bar of soap? And join me in my meal deal therapy.
The clock has struck bedtime. But what is bedtime without a little story to float you away into the land of subconscious playtime? Presenting tonight's story is me, Farrah Tail. Here is Storytime with Hunk. Hello little ones, this is a story of Harry the horse who wanted to be a unicorn. Harry was a young horse, a Gen Z horse if you will. He lived by the forest with a group of other ponies where they would relax in the sun and tell stories of fairies and mermaids and Harry's favourite, the unicorns. I'm going to be a unicorn one day. <laughs> Harry neighed in glee. Told you he was crackers. Said Henry Horse to Harriet Horse. But let the boy dream, she said. We should always hold on to our dreams. At least he isn't going on stage and doing giddy up on an open mic. Harry wasn't bothered about what the other pony said. He was going to be a unicorn and that is that. I'm going to have a sparkly horn so I can make all our wishes come true. So as soon as it was next dawn, he arose from his slumber with a canter in his step out of the forest in search of a wizard who can make him a unicorn. Walking down the high street, he first met a jolly old fellow, rosy-cheeked and with a pint in his hand. He smiled as Harry approached. Are you a wizard? Asked Harry. Bugger me, I've had a few. Replies the old man as he stared into his glass, re-evaluating his entire existence. I think the missus was right. He said. Once you start hallucinating, you need to see a doctor. A doctor? Exclaimed Harry. What a fantastic idea. So he headed off towards the sun. On his way, he bumped into a second man. Yeah, the story doesn't pass the Bechtel test, I might as well tell you now. He wore a suit and a blue ribbon. He looked very wealthy. Ah, my dearest Camilla. The rich man said. My name's Harry. Said Harry. Sorry there, Harry. I must have mistook you for your stepmother. We play polo together on the weekends. Really? Harry asked. The rich man laughed and said. (laughs) How can I help you, dear boy? Harry proudly stood and said, I'm looking for a doctor, but I can't see anyone around here who wears a white coat. I know a man who wears a white coat. I shall take you to him myself. And with that comment, the rich man beckoned Harry to follow him. Harry had no idea where he was going, but he thoroughly enjoyed his company with the rich man decorated in blue ribbons. The rich man had told him that he got £10 million for his vineyard last year by just being in a WhatsApp group with his good friend Matt. This made Harry feel reassured that his tax money was going to the right place. He did love an occasional glass of Chardonnay. Eventually, they made it to a tall steel castle. It was a large building buzzing with people, long turrets which touched the clouds. Here you'll find the wizard doctor who'll help you with your cosmetic surgery. Loudly laughed the rich man. (laughs) The third man came out, wearing a long white coat and a sterile plastic bag-like covers on his shoes and around his hair. 
Thanks, mate. He said to the rich man, handing him a sack of coins, completely ignoring Harry. He gave Harry a slap on his back and pointed inside the metal fortress. Harry shyly made his way inside. He started to feel nervous. Once inside, Harry turned to the man and said, uh, Hello? Are you the wizard? No. He replied, You're a wizard, Harry. I'm, I'm a what? A wizard, for coming here to me. Then, what does that make you? He nervously asked. I'm the factory owner. This is my glue factory. And I've just locked the doors. And we never saw Harry again. The moral of this fiction is don't trust a politician. The moral of this fiction is don't trust a politician. Celestial Productions tickles at your blubber.